0: whether that's in the real sense of sufferings in the world or in our own lives, or perhaps just the image of the cross. We see the cross everywhere. Sometimes people wear it and they don't actually believe. Some people wear the cross as though it is exactly what it is before Jesus is a torture instrument, an instrument reserved for the most vile criminals of the Roman Empire. That only if you did something really nasty, really bad, would you be crucified. Not only that, would you be, not only with the the pain and suffering of the cross, but there would also be the reality of the shame that you would experience as being crucified. So it is odd when we go around in our world and we see the cross so many places, whether it is Christian or it's someone who just appropriates the cross as this bizarre torture instrument that they wear around their necks, hang on their walls. It begs the question, what is the cross really? What is the cross to us as those who believe? What is the cross for us so that it doesn't become something that has become blunt over time, something that we've become used to, desensitized to the reality, the drama, the the violent reality of the cross, the true sacrifice that the cross is? And to help us enter into the veneration which we celebrate today, as well as the Eucharist that we partake in, I encourage all of you to close your eyes for a moment if you feel comfortable. Now, I want you to imagine a hill, maybe one here. turns out uh, the Holy Land looks very familiar, very similar to uh, our surroundings here in Arizona. So think of a deserty hill. Now, think upon that hill, the cross this torture instrument, this instrument of death, misery, and shame. Now think upon that cross, Jesus Christ. Imagine Him as you pray to Him. Imagine Him as you think of Him when you pray to our Lord, most especially in those dark times, those difficult times of suffering, of stress. Now I want you to pick a spot in your mind where you can sit by or kneel near our Lord. You notice at the foot of the cross, it's so red. How could there be that much blood? The blood coming down the cross, this crucifix made glorious by our Lord, but this brutal reality of the cross, of suffering, that our Lord died for us. You see the blood coming down the cross. You hear it dripping, almost like the dripping of a faucet, dripping onto the ground. Apart from this, you maybe hear some wailing. You look over and you realize that there is Mary and John the beloved disciple, Mary Magdalene, and perhaps others. You notice jeering and yelling. It's loud, a commotion, This craziness surrounding you. And then it all goes silent. Quiet except for the dripping of the blood as you look down at the foot of the cross. Now you look up and you see Jesus. You see Him distorted, beaten, bloodied, abused, and shamed by the world. Rejected by the world. And you look into His eyes, and you see Him welcoming you into the glory. Welcoming you as beloved. You see in this very crazy paradox the reality of God's love for you. That God loves you so much that He would send His Son and allow Him to take on His shoulders, on His very being, the reality of our guilt, our sin and to crucify it to the cross. And now you take any pain and suffering, fears or worries, and you yourself crucify it to the cross as well. That you yourself, being called to follow the Lord, unite your sufferings and your pains to the Lord. Because without Christ, the cross, the sufferings that we experience are nothing but a torture instrument. But through Christ being united to him in his suffering, we are made victors, beloved by God. Now open your eyes. Again, it is so easy for us to become desensitized to the reality of the cross, not only the brutality of the cross, but also to the love of God. It's very easy for us to take it for granted, it's easy for us to even block it off by our pride by our acts of sin, by turning away from the Lord. So I encourage you today, as we are about to venerate the cross, perhaps a little differently than we normally would, um, to see, Lord, how are you calling me to venerate the cross by my life, by my relationship with you every day? Making that choice to see this symbol, not as just something that hangs on my wall, not as just something that I read in the book, sometimes it's in the Bible, or something I wear around my neck, but the reality of my joy, the reality of my salvation, the reality of God's love for me as beloved. Amen.